0: a show Chris Hardwick once called, quote, Who the f*** are you and why are you in my office? Beverly, please call security, end quote. And now the stars of our show, and believe me, I'm using the term stars as loosely and internet-y as possible.
1: Allison Goldberg and Jennifer Gamula.
0: Hey everyone, I'm Jen.
2: I'm Allie. Welcome to Two Girls, One, One Podcast. Podcast. That's is- where there's two girls and this podcast that you're listening to right now. That is cool. In every episode, we look at something crazy from the wild, wild web.
3: Mm-hmm. And we were inspired because Ellie and I actually have a live show in New York City. We perform internet material on stage, live on
2: stage. I know this is like a this is like a relic.
3: Yeah, a relic. Be an IRL. Older
2: time. The theater. IRLic. Like, what? I like that. Um, So so we'll
3: take, like, Craigslist posts, Reddit threads, Facebook posts, stuff like that. We perform it live on stage without changing the words. We
2: basically treat the internet like a script. Mm -hmm. But, and we we forget to say this in a lot of episodes, but everyone is credited. So if you come... See the show. I mean, a lot of the posts are anonymous, but behind us at all times, there's the URL, the name of the person who wrote it. We don't pretend to write it. We just treat it like a script. So like we're Mm -hmm. big theater dorks.
3: Yeah. And from that, we were inspired to start meeting the people behind a lot of these different posts. So we have this podcast now where we talk to real life people uh, who are part of a lot of different internet communities and phenomena that you may
2: have heard of or not. This one's really interesting because it speaks to, I think, a much larger internet trend, which is just like niches and people just like finding each other which is really kind of like the root of what this podcast is about how the internet allows people to find each other right and this one is all about Beards. beards and that
3: niche is super trendy just in general right now. I feel like beards. Yeah, this is like
2: so. This episode is all Brooklyn beards, 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 beard, beards, 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 beards. You know <laughs> what? Just you can keep stop doing that now. <laughs> um,
3: I I'll be quiet. I love a good beard. Something I said to you earlier, which I think is true, is Jen you, fucking
2: loves a good I, beard. I
3: love a good beard, but you cannot tell the shape of somebody's face. I'm just gonna throw out there. I think it's risky to start dating somebody who has a beard. Without seeing pictures of them without the beard, make sure you see both. That's all I saw. Why a, is it
2: risky? I saw a guy last year,
3: a terrible person. You know the whole story. Oh,
2: I know. You all you had to say was terrible person. I and you 100% know 100% who you're talking about. He had
3: a I'm beard. Sitting
4: right here. i know
3: mad. <laughs> Matt's been married for 200 years. Matt is our Uh,
2: producer. He's also in the room.
4: Stop! You don't have to talk about me when I'm here. You
2: know what? This story is like so not
3: about you. It's crazy. Oh, okay, cool. The the good stories I'm not going to share right now because they're too inappropriate right now. It's
2: so good. We should share it sometime.
3: Well, okay, but he had a beard, and I was so attracted to him. I never told you, but I've seen pictures of him without the beard. Nothing. There was nothing. Two things to say.
2: That one. I'm going to show up at the office wearing a beard and see what happens. Okay. Two. If the guy shaves and he's unattractive without his beard, fine. Tell him to grow his beard back. It's not like... but then No you, offense, Matt. It's not like balding where you can't get it back.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
2: people don't bald on their beards.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: But, but could, that's your so face. Just,
2: exactly. So, if his face So, imagine face you sucks, got
4: married to someone... Could you And then they, face they, like, sucks? changed their... Exposed their, their face? Then, they, then you actually saw their face but and you're like, you whoa. But you have grow it
3: back. Could you sleep at night knowing
2: you just said you just think like the horror of knowing what's under the beard would traumatize you too much
3: I, this is a terrible conversation
2: I just feel I'm like I just feel be like, sure you he grows both. the beard back yeah my best friend's dad so he was sort of like my second dad growing up he had a beard Barry Nemet hey Barry hey Barry Barry's he, awesome Barry might listen to this because he's super cool mm-hmm. um, but Barry had a beard forever and ever, and ever and ever and ever my whole life he had a beard then he shaved the beard and his face is delightful underneath the beard too but all of us were like just whoa yeah, it's a different
3: human.
4: Well, I think there's a the difference between the shock factor of seeing I know, and you're someone's saying face
2: if, if their face sucks under the beard. Yeah, there's yeah. two different
4: things. And I, I'm on Team Jen here yeah. because, like, if there was something <laughs> about on my team for this <laughs> issue, we're all one team. Only we're all mm-hmm. one
2: team. What's the team name? We just discussed this. We <laughs> don't have a team name. If you have
3: one for us, let us know.
4: But like, I can't think of an analogy for a woman. I can. It, what a is beard
3: A beard is, a, is makeup for men.
2: Oh, that's crazy though because that's like every night your makeup comes off wow.
4: uh, is hair coloring a better analogy maybe L- meaning I don't mean like highlights or something but I mean like
2: like what if my hair was secretly straight and every day I sure. painstakingly curled every curl?
4: Maybe. right yeah uh,
2: kind of true.
4: I think that's close Yeah. because then imagine if then someone met you in your Natural straight state, n- state. Yeah. you would look radically different I'm not saying it's better or worse but you would be radically your whole like I think, persona would be different.
2: With straight hair you think my whole persona not, would be uh,
4: persona's the wrong word. Your whole look would be radically different. Mm-hmm. So if you I like you guys
2: should have seen me in middle school I was so
1: hot.
2: Hot. <laughs> 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 this conversation sucks. Okay. It doesn't
3: suck No, I'm just saying like it is a really good analogy. No, like you not seeing somebody in their natural state is is it misleading?
2: Yeah. Well but here's the thing I actually think the beard is uh you know a singular thing. A singular. It's different. Hey. Because guys can really cover their face. And it's interesting how much they can change their look by mm-hmm. having a beard or no beard. We haven't even told them yet, audience, <laughs> well, yeah. what the heck we're talking about. Because this episode about. isn't just about beards. It's about <laughs> a
3: dating app for beards. It's for people who have beards and those who want to stroke them.
2: And it's called Bristler.
3: Bristler, right.
2: So actually, we're going to speak to the founder of Bristler today.
3: Have you guys ever seen a beard without a mustache? It, oh, it's like stache oh, included, right?
2: Yeah. Because I've seen stashes without the beard. Yeah, was, yes. There
4: was a time in the 90s where the chin strap was oh. was uh, Chin was straps available. are
2: the worst. Ellie, you <laughs> recently met somebody with a chin strap. Actually, that was a little while ago. But yeah, I have a mild chin strap story, which was I was I went on a few dates with this guy. It's a he mild was, chin strap. Mild chin strap. <laughs> I went on a few dates with this guy, he was super cute, but I was like, Oh my God, he has a chin strap. Like, I, can't, <laughs> I can't do this. And I remember, like, after our first or second date, I was like, Jen, like, what do I do? Like, he has a chin strap. And you were like, is, is he, like, really cute other than chin strap? I was like, yes. And I was like, uh, you know, if we keep dating, like, I guess I could tell him to shave it. But then, like, by our second or third date, he made some comment about how his, like, friends or brothers and they gave him shit. And he knows that, like, he was, like, trying to do a beard or something. And it, like, ended up a chin strap. And he knew it was wrong. And so, like, yeah. by the third or fourth date, it was already gone. But uh-huh. But it's funny because he brought it up and I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Right, because I'm sorry, listeners. I don't even care about offending you. If you are a man out there and you have a chin strap, get rid of it Mm -hmm. immediately. Chin strap or start a Blink
4: 182 cover band. Oh my god!
2: Just like grow the beard. Like some people can't grow beards
3: some people can't grow beards then
2: don't have a baby face that's great I don't mind beard or no beard chin strap no soul yeah. patch no but does the website do we know does it differentiate between is, is chin strap kinds of beards? in that mm. does that count as a beard I, I'm sure it
3: does you can rate beards I think beards. it counts
2: as vomit I think it counts as my <laughs> vagina closes in on itself and just seals up into a barbie just like a plastic sheath. that's what a chin strap is to me the visuals if there's a, if there's a dating app for that sure okay I'm not on it um, chin strapper Oh god! Yeah, that's <laughs> Strapper. The name you're dating at. Strapper. Strapper. I sign up because I think it's like strapping young men. It's not. It's just, all chin shots all the time. It's like my worst nightmare. I'm like, ah! Yeah.
4: What about um, sideburns that bypass the chin but go directly into mustache? So no oh. beard underneath. Just, just I mean, that's like old timey like mutton chops that go into I, what, mustache. Like old timey Western. I think it looks
3: really cool, but I, I'm not like attracted to it.
4: Okay. Yeah. Uh, it looks cool. Like it's no, just a feat it just of. I guess it depends on, on the guy. Yeah, totally. If you're that kind well, of grooming
2: other point right respect men are really (laughs) proud of their facial they really are there
3: are beard clubs I feel like I've met people in beard clubs like where they actually go have competitions it's longest beard fullest beard best groom what I
2: think is interesting is that men think that women care as much about their beards as they do
3: well women think bad about a lot of things Mm.
2: oh that's true right yeah. Yeah. I know you love I a, good love a beard, good beard. But like, I think it's interesting. Um, I quit Tinder. Ha ha. But like, how many people, <laughs> their like one sentence about me was like, about their beard. Like a significant number <laughs> of men, like their thing was like, about their beard. It's like, really? That's... <laughs>
4: But clearly, That's, there's a market because this. Yeah. Like, Talk to the founder I of the. Yes.
2: So maybe, is maybe a, I'm wrong. But what I just is it feel about like a beard? So much pride in their beard, where they think it's like so amazing. So and the why girl's like, though? Okay, cool. You know what I mean. Some women. But why? Why would some somebody- Like some women.
3: I know, not me. <laughs> Jen, <laughs> um,
2: I, oh, I know. At the beginning of the episode, you were like, I don't know how we found this. <laughs> She's
3: looking at me really it. in a pointed you way. Are on. Bristler. I'm not on bristler, but I should get on bristler. You
2: should because your ideal man is.
3: A lumberjack dragging a tree down the street. There you go. All right. So I wanted to tell you something really amazing about this website that I think you're going to love. It has a Lothario detector, which alerts people if an incoming message has been copied and sent to other people, too.
2: (gasps) All dating apps should have this. Oh my God! One of Allie's biggest pet peeves is when married Matt has a look of such confusion. I know. Fuck you, dude. One of her biggest pet peeves is when somebody high
3: school sweetheart when somebody sends you a message that they're clearly copying and pasting because it's so generic.
4: How how does this? No, I'm thinking technologically. How does this (laughs) app know that? I don't know. Good question. What is the programming behind this feature?
2: <laughs> that's amazing well there must be something because I'm sure they're tracking and reading all your messages and so that actually from the back end might not be very difficult at but all maybe to it's track more of the a, same exact messages it being might know
4: if you are typing letter by letter versus control being right. mm-hmm. into the right. field that's cool oh that's my really God. handy
2: every dating app should have that because I know. yeah I get so many messages that are so clearly copied and pasted to like a thousand different girls mm-hmm. And I just find that annoying on so many levels. Uh,
4: what are the good ones, though? Have you have you got? No, that's the ones? thing.
2: Is the the one pet peeve is that none of those are good. All of them yeah. are like really generic and dumb. There are some where like the person is like a conversation with themselves, with themselves, <laughs> where they're like hey how are you sunny day isn't it i spent the day doing blah 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 how about you and i'm like oh my god it sounds like somebody's like practicing speaking english
1: oh it sounds like a
4: bot, it or, a yeah.
1: bot or a bot yeah
2: yeah and they paste that to like a million people or they paste like the same stupid ass line to a million people or they just write hi it's so annoying i understand i'm sure the guys out there are like you don't understand how much time it takes like first of all i tried bumble and I actually bothered to write specific messages for people. It's not that hard. Just like reference something in their photo. Like, it seems hey, why like are you carrying that sloth? You know what I that mean? That seems like,
4: fun, too. To, like you're reaching out to someone who well, you potentially want to. Matt
2: thinks this stuff's fun because he's married. Yeah. It's not. You fun. know what? I enjoy
4: <laughs> reading the subreddit, our Tinder, because it's okay. all screenshots of <gasps> Tinder exchanges that either were like genius right. or went horribly wrong. Yeah. And they're really fun to read. Yeah. The copy paste people probably copy-paste to 100 people right. yes. and it probably works over large
2: exactly s-
4: squads of data. You know? I, I
2: get it that they're optimizing. <laughs> they're
4: optimizing. I get it. Like the, <laughs> there's
2: actually a bot we were reading about called Bernie that will swipe for you. Mm-hmm. Will you swipe with it for a little bit it starts to recognize the facial features yep. that you like. Wow. Learns, will initiate conversation for you. The and future. when Yeah. Okay, so it'll message girls for you or I guess you might be able to use it the opposite way but the idea is it's called Bernie, it's your wingman. When mm. the girl writes back and it seems positive then it'll Alert the human to take over.
4: Think of how efficient that I'm is. I'm
2: sure it is really efficient, and part of me totally wants to download it, and part of it makes me want to scream and vomit <laughs> and run away from the world and live in a cave. It's true. Actually, it makes me want to do the opposite of the cave. It makes me want to go out in the world and reinvigorate human interaction and just talk to people. I so
4: I agree with you 99, but
2: <laughs> the one percent isn't
4: the point of dating apps to make matchmaking more efficient. Meaning, if the internet didn't exist, you could go out and just try to find something in common with the random people you encounter in your life, which Mm -hmm. are few sometimes, depending on your life, or, you can zero in on, I like beards. I definitely <laughs> want a guy with beards. And this is eliminating right. years of work yeah. that I have to do to find my beard guy.
1: Right.
2: I think you could argue both ends. Yeah. I have I know people who have met through dating apps and would probably never have met otherwise. And it's wonderful. And then what I think is sad is that people don't think to like set people up anymore. Mm. People, uh, I think a lot of men are scared to initiate conversation and they know that they can just go on the app. Mm. I think that... that Actual face-to-face interaction in a lot of respects is suffering. And when I look at the people I know, the majority of couples I know still meet in real life. I wish that people wouldn't be afraid to approach people and say hello. And I wish that people would like make more of an effort to set up their friends and friends of friends. Because I think that's really the best vetting system. I
4: think if you looked at the data that uh, most setups are failures because people is that are true? no I don't know but my gut says that your friends are flawed they don't know you as well as they think they know you they're setting you up with people they think and it's a bunch of humans mm-hmm. being like I think this and I think that and give this right. a shot whereas algorithms as yeah. fucking terrible as they are are really probably better at this. but stuff.
2: there's so much to be said for chemistry so the main problem with online dating is you see someone who might look first of all not look like their photo or look good but there's just not that like yeah but it
4: narrows the the pool down to a subset of people that you then go and test the chemistry with as opposed to testing the chemistry with everyone in new york does that make sense
3: yeah yeah guys i just tune out during these dating discussions (laughs) i don't mean to but i think this is a really cool app i would totally use it but generally i don't use dating apps i just
2: jen does real life and she does facebook messenger
3: that's true if you want to date me message me on Facebook um, but also I try to put myself in situations where I think I'll meet like minded people and I've been lucky enough to get good. some setups, uh-huh. yep,
2: alley. Up. set ups including from yeah yeah I uh, set her up with a nice what, gentleman
4: what situations do you meet what does that mean that's, um, that's I think really well you know compelling. I work at
3: I work at a place in the summer mm-hmm. for artists and mm-hmm. there are a lot of other artists there so that's a really good spot for that I usually mm-hmm. meet somebody there I'm interested
2: <laughs> you get a lot of setups. Um, I do get a lot of you se- do have a lot of flings at the farm farm flings <laughs> Farm fling cool FFs. Jim <laughs> gets flung at the farm. Um, yeah, but even
3: you know, this hasn't happened to me yet, but I th- I think it could if I took more cooking classes, for instance, I'm sure I could meet somebody there sure. who just, I don't, I don't know, sounds like sexy about cooking and shared mm, interests and Don't all you that. think
2: the demographic's probably largely female at those, or no? Uh not just a in lot my experience, of single
3: dudes go into cooking classes. Yeah. You know, it depends on the city too, I think. But
4: that gets back to Ali's point yeah. of like San get Francisco? out of oh, no get no, okay. <laughs> get out of your house and do something interesting yeah. in order to yes, meet interesting yes, people yes, yes, as right. opposed yes. to just like swiping along. And when um,
3: you're out there, don't look at your phone. Look up.
2: Yeah, look well, up, like our y'all. show, our show, our live performance is all about the internet, but it really is encouraging people to like look at this culture and interact in real life. So right. So John Kershaw
3: is the person we're going to be speaking to today, and he is the founder of Bristol. He started it in 2014. But he also then created something called M14 Industries. It's a platform that lets anybody have their own dating app.
2: What would you do?
3: You would do what would (laughs) (laughs) taken? I would do like yeah, like tree climbing, farming, uh, cowboys uh, who (laughs) like to eat and cook. That and I'll call it something catchy though. You
2: do not belong in New (laughs) York.
3: I know I belong in Seattle. I yeah.
2: Yeah, you would fucking. I'd be married by now
3: (laughs) with like twelve children. Ew, gross. (laughs) (laughs) What would you do, Al?
2: In, in terms of the dating site? Yeah, what would
3: your niche app be? Uh,
2: I don't know if this is really niche, but people who like adventures. Yes, you would. Weird <gasps> adventures. They like exploring. Did like, you ever do How About We? The off the beaten path it, Does thing. that ex- still exist? I don't even know if that exists anymore. But the thing is, I still feel like, uh, I don't know. This is hard, right? Because for online dating, I think the first date as we, I think we've already discussed, it's not a date. It's a meet and greet. And mm-hmm. you don't want to be stuck with someone on this weird, awkward like hike. So I actually, I'm mm. really into that for like later dates. The first date does make sense. as like coffee or drinks or whatever. Right.
4: There's got to be a site for People travelers, like it, yeah. adventurers, hikers. Con- What's uh, the word that thing. I
2: like? Uh, for me, it's like I like finding like the off the beaten yeah. path. Just like weird experience, but I don't know if you dating site for weird people who like weird experiences. Weirdos.com. <laughs> <laughs> we talked to some guy
3: recently last weekend. You and I met this guy who said he usually takes a girl he really likes to three really different places on one date because oh, yeah. then it feels like they've been on three dates Ooh, and that advances the relationship wow. a lot faster. And that's how he got his current girlfriend. Strategy. Yeah. It was like they've been on three dates. Nice. I, I
2: thought it. that was a kind of cute story. Yeah. I like that. All right. Well, we
1: got to take a break. Yeah. We got oh, sponsors.
2: We got sponsors.
4: They're they're calling me. All right. My phone's blowing up.
2: Oh man, I wish that was. But true.
4: first,
2: what? Trivia time. Oh man, every oh, time you get us shit. I never have an answer these. <laughs> and I'm I never will.
4: This one's a good one though. You ready? Yes. Do yes. you guys remember a little a little music network called Napster?
3: Yes. <laughs> Do I ever.
4: Did you guys download the tunes on Napster? Yes.
2: Interesting how that was like such a thing. It was.
4: And then it wasn't. Mm -hmm. It was ahead of its time, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh, Had tens of millions of users. Had $100 million in funding. so Thereabout. Uh, Just like us. We're just (laughs) same boat. We're way ahead of our time. We got lots of money. (laughs) And uh, they did not make any money. But they made a little money. Okay. How did they make it?
3: How did they make any money? How they that they made, made some
4: money. Porn. How did they make the money? Porn.
3: Live events.
4: <laughs> Live <laughs> events. That's
3: a Concerts. Don't make money. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, we do know that too.
2: Porn. Um, porn,
4: maybe. How, I mean, how I'm do just they monetize keep porn? porn? I mean,
2: okay, so, so they made a little bit of money.
4: Yeah.
3: Maybe they made CDs. Compilations of the best artists on Napster for sale.
4: Okay, mm-hmm. that's not right. <laughs> um, they
2: didn't have any kind of advertising, but that that trivia would that wouldn't be good trivia.
4: I, I mean, yeah, that's a fair guess. Here's the
2: thing, the answer's weird, right? It's gonna be something weird.
4: Um, yeah, it's well, it's. You've got millions of users using your site mm-hmm. every day, every minute of every day. Yeah. Everyone's there. Like there should be a way to make money from them, right? Yeah. And they, well, they didn't figure Napster's that
3: out.
2: Kind of a sad story. Actually. I know. Yeah, I think they bottled
3: is. water. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, they were the first bottled water <laughs> brand. Before Evian, there was Nestlé.
4: <laughs> we're gonna find out after the break.
2: Okay. We want to take a quick break to talk to you about something really important. And that thing is nudity. Okay, hear me out. So people are so into clothes, right? Like they're always buying new clothes. They're like taking off their clothes, putting on clothes, new clothes, more clothes, on, off, on, off. But here is the thing. You cannot take off your body. Every day, that's the body you got, which is why We wanna talk to you about TakeCareOf.com. Take care of, what do you think? Take care of that body, okay? It's a vitamin subscription service. It's amazing. So basically, you go to TakeCareOf.com, you fill out a little questionnaire, it makes recommendations for you. What vitamins do you need? You don't even think about it, they'll tell you. I love it when people tell me what to do. Sometimes, not always. Then, you get a monthly box, with daily doses of vitamins. Go to takecareof.com now and get a personalized recommendation. Use the offer code 2G1P with numbers, number 2G, number 1P, and get 50% off your first month's order. You're welcome.
1: And now
0: a very real advertisement for a misconnection entitled and felt a connection. Man for woman in New York City from the hypertext website, craigslist.org.
3: Tuesday night around 1130. On 53rd between 1st and 2nd, you came out of the subway and I followed you. You looked over your shoulder, saw me, started walking faster. I ran up, grabbed your arm, took your purse, and ran away. I heard you yelling for help, but let's be honest, this is New York. The only way people would come running is if you yelled, Free weight! Now, I've done many a snatch and grab, but no one has ever stuck in my mind like you. There was a quick moment when our eyes met that I felt something strong. I think you felt it too. If I wasn't so shy or, or so committing a crime, I would have asked your name. I, of course, later got your name from your driver's license. So, Jennifer, if you'd like to get together for a drink sometime, get back to me. Oh, and I can give you back your purse. Your credit cards are still there, but I spent the cash, sorry. my roommate took your tampons. I don't know what he does without, but he always takes the tampons. (laughs) If it works out between us, I'll totally buy you some new ones. All right, well, I really hope he finds her.
2: Or not. I really hope he doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think he has a beard? Probably. Mm, I think he's got stubble.
3: Little stubs.
2: Yeah. How much facial hair do you have to have to be allowed on Bristler? At least a millimeter.
4: Great question. That's what
2: we're going to ask him in a couple of minutes. Mm -hmm. But
4: first. Yes. You guys want to know the trivia answer? We do.
2: do. Yes, we do. Napster.
4: Napster. Millions of users.
2: Napster definitely should have been a dating app for people who like naps. Oh man, I I c- love it still naps. could be. Yep.
4: Yeah. Is that is that domain taken?
1: Uh,
4: we should check. We, we should, should check
2: because I bet it's still popular. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, Napster. <laughs> but <sighs> Nap
4: Millions of users, hundreds of millions of money.
2: <laughs>
3: hundreds of millions of money. Money. <laughs> That's what I want. Venture funding. <laughs> yes.
4: But they didn't make money from music.
3: I know. Unbelievable
4: but they did make money from t-shirts
2: <gasps> oh. oh I feel like I almost guessed that at one point that's
3: when people really were into like branded t-shirts I mean I think people still are but, but it was yeah. bigger then yeah Yep. that's interesting how much did they go for
4: uh that, I don't know
3: 50 billion dollars
1: <laughs> how much one money t-shirt. did they make <laughs> one t-shirt
3: yeah was, like, how much money did
2: they make from t-shirts do you know I don't like, know I gotta even look it up classify... oh this was your trivia game is off today <laughs> Some I like it. Secret, we know that you just found it.
3: I wonder how much a <laughs> Napster t shirt goes for on eBay these
4: days. Ooh, like an, an authentic Ooh. Napster so Maybe t-shirt. all
3: yeah. the money that
2: they made from t shirts, they just made from t shirts because now it's like this weird nostalgia. Thing. <laughs> Reselling them.
4: Yeah, yeah. t shirt resell.
3: <laughs> oh, man. That was some good trivia, Matt.
4: Thanks.
2: Mm-hmm. I thought it was all right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right. I think it's time to get down to business. Brass tacks. Brass tacks. Let's do it.
2: Beards. On the line
3: right now, we have John Kershaw, all the way from England. Um, who is the founder of Bristler and M14 Industries. Thanks for joining us, John.
5: My pleasure.
2: What is Bristler, which I think we read we are supposed to say with a pirate voice. So Bristler!
5: (laughs) 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 So Bristler is the Tinder for beards. It is a dating app which connects those with beards to those who want to stroke beards. Uh, It started, uh, I guess, like two or three years ago now when we were at peak beard, in fact, in the heyday of 2014. And it's kind of been growing since then.
3: Growing. (laughs) All right,
1: so
2: two questions. Tinder for beards makes me just immediately picture the profile photo is just the beard. Like no eyes, no face, (laughs) like just beard. And you just swipe through a series of beards. The other thing is you say women who or men who like to stroke them Is it just stroking? I mean, can you also just admire the beard?
5: I feel like if if you're admiring the beard, then you don't really need to meet up. So we actually have a rate beards feature. So you can go on there and and go through like, ah, four out of five, five out of five. You know you if you see a five out of five beard. Okay. Do
2: guys know their ratings? So a guy's like, oh man, my beard's a one.
5: So guys know if they're in the like top 100 or top 25. We don't tell guys uh, their beard because there's a lot of guys who have a lot of potential in their beard and we don't necessarily want to rain on their parade.
1: Okay, they're not there
3: yet. In your opinion, John, what makes a good beard and what trends have you seen and what what most people think makes a good beard?
5: What we've found, and, you know, we have the data to back this up and we've actually employed data scientists to look through this. Uh, This is
2: ridiculous.
1: (laughs) Oh, it is. It is.
5: It's a data
2: scientist looking at beards. Okay, tell <laughs> us what makes a good beard.
5: So, it's, it's how neat it is. So, a short but tidy and well kept beard gets rated a lot higher than like a massive, and sort of gangly beard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody uh, so likes scraggles. No.
2: It's like pubes on your face.
5: Yeah, no, that's not good. No, no one needs that.
2: Right. <laughs> do you find
3: a lot of beard pride? I just want to tell our listeners that John, he, you have a lovely beard. He's rocking a beard. He's rocking a <laughs> yeah. It's pretty quite trim. Pretty trim. Beard. Um Yeah. Do you find beard pride is a thing? No. Okay. Could you elaborate oh, wait, on on? Well, okay, because well, so, so I.
5: Do you mean mm-hmm. like like men who are who like wander around like hey everyone. My beard comes first, and I am simply <laughs> the vessel by yes. which this beard comes My beard Yes,
2: My beard enters
3: the room first. <laughs> I feel like
2: there are men like that. In fact, as someone who was on Tinder until I live deleted it last week, you have one sentence to write about yourself. I cannot tell you how many guys write something about their beard. Their beard comes first. Yeah. There's so much beard pride.
5: Maybe it's less pride and more just accomplishment.
2: Yes.
3: What about the people who can't grow beards are the people on the site who are like aspirational beard havers or are they not welcome
5: <laughs> that everyone's welcome okay. because we define a beard as being um very much self-identity we don't sort of dictate whether someone has a beard or not we ask them do you have a beard and if you ask someone do you have a beard and there's like a hesitation then a Yes, question mark, they don't have a beard. (laughs) Got it. And that's kind of, we let people figure it out themselves. And Mm -hmm. if you go on Bristler and your beard just kind of isn't there, you're just not going to get very many matches. So the the app itself kind of weeds all of that out. Got it. Are there more men or women on the site? We have more men, but if you uh, filter it by men with beards rated as above two out of five, we actually have a two to one ratio of women to men. So we have found there is a shortage of good quality beards <gasps> out there and it varies around the world. So I think I think New York's tends to be 50-50, but in the Netherlands, it's sort of three to one women to men with kick-ass beards.
2: Wow. Okay. So of the men with kick-ass beards, a lot of women going after them.
5: Yes, they are in high demand.
2: Do you think a lot of guys are on there for dating or do you think I could see a lot of guys joining just because they want people to rate their beard?
5: Oh, that's definitely the case. We found... Early on, we had a lot of guys send us messages saying that they wish we would change the heart symbol that you use to match with people because they wanted to just kind of give some manly appreciation mm-hmm. and they didn't want to like click the little heart on another dude because, I mean, come on yeah. now. And so what we what we respond to them is just like, oh, the heart just means that you love their beard. Deal with that.
3: <laughs> so what is it about having a beard? And I'm sure it's different for everybody, Like, but for you specifically, w- what does it mean to have a beard?
5: Warmth. So I started growing my beard uh, in a winter, and and so that's like an easy one. Uh, I just, I kind of like it. Um, I think there's like the vanity thing that it changes the shape of, of your face. And so if you prefer your face with a beard, then you can do that. It feels nice. Uh, and I've discovered this whole world of like beard oils. So for, for a while, my beard just smelled like jelly beans. And that's because I could scent it like that. And I love that.
3: That sounds lovely. (laughs) That's great. What oil is that? Is it supposed to smell like jelly beans?
5: (laughs) Yeah. So sadly, it's out of stock. But our company, Bristlet, is actually currently working with the supplier to try to bring it back because we like it so much. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it's a specific beard oil. So I've got, I get sent loads of samples, as you would imagine. So Mm -hmm. you get lots of traditional, like, sandalwood and angry man this and... Mm -hmm. I don't know, lumberjack that. And you get a lot of kind of novelty ones. So I've got one uh, which just makes me s- kind of smell just like maple syrup. And you can get like really sweet ones. You can get sort of more tobacco-y, earthy ones. It's It's... Yeah, there's this whole sort of cottage industry now of beard oils springing up all over the place.
2: That's amazing. Jen, I wanted to ask you, although I know Lumberjack is your style. Yes. Jen is all about this site. I
3: love beards, yeah. So
2: what beard flavor would be your ideal?
3: Oh, I would say like something herbal, like sage.
2: Okay, sure. (laughs) Great.
3: That's pretty specific. I've thought about this, obviously. So if
2: Jen were going to make a profile on Bristler... What would she do? What's what do you do as a lady on Bristler?
5: So you simply sign up, put in your, you know, name, location, all the usuals, upload a photo of yourself and then you're there. Bristler falls into that modern app category where the least friction you can put in that sign up, the better, because we don't want to get between you and the beards. You just go on there and then you're immediately you've got hundreds of nearby beards just sort of waiting to be fondled.
2: This is Jen's dream. No barrier between her
3: and the beard. Uh, Can you tell us the story of how you created that or why you created
5: it? So Bristler started uh, when I was a freelance software developer. And when you're a freelance software developer, you tend to hate your clients. And I spend a lot of time procrastinating. And I was trying to think up a way to effectively take the piss out of startups um, I'm from Manchester, which is a city in the north of England, and everyone's fairly bitter about everything all the time. We're so talking, to like, New a, it's it's like New York.
3: It's like New York, yeah. Yeah,
5: yeah. It's it's the New York of England. No one looked that up. Um <laughs> and I was trying to think of a way to just kind of take the piss out of startups. And so I was like, Peak Beard, Uber is this thing, the connection economy is like what everyone's writing about. And I was like, I sit there stroking my beard. And when I'm thinking, it's like, if I didn't have a beard, what do I do here? And if you could have an Uber like app where you press the button and a beard turns up and you can stroke it, that would be genius. And that's where the tagline came from. And it just went from there.
2: I gonna partner with Uber. Like what if I match with a really fine beard and I wanted to come over right now so I can stroke that beard. Would Uber I pick would, up the beard and send we, it to we me? We would
5: be open to Uber contacting <laughs> us for uh, a, <laughs>
2: Because actually, what I really want is a delivery service for men. Like, that would be awesome if I could just like choose a man and then have it like Amazon Prime delivered to my door. Like, (laughs) unless, like, now they got Amazon Now. I want men Amazon Nowed to my door. (laughs) Just like, oop, give it 30 minutes, it'll be here, you know?
5: I guess the problem with Amazon Now is sometimes they send you the wrong thing. And so I don't know how that would really... You know what? I'll really- take
2: what I can get. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this isn't what I ordered, but I live on a six-floor walk-up and you made it up the stairs. We're good.
5: You know? <laughs> it's about speed of delivery, not necessarily quality.
2: Right. Yeah, you know.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're curious. There is such an interest around beards right now, but it is... Um, A somewhat superficial feature, uh, you know, in that it exists outside of your body. It's it's a physical attribute. What sort of success stories are you seeing? What's the success rate of like relationships, actual relationships coming out of the app?
5: I mean, the problem is that as soon as people start dating, they just stop using the app. You don't get someone writing you a letter saying, I've started dating, so I've stopped using the app. hope that's cool. (laughs) But from what we know from when people do get in touch, we're averaging around about one wedding a month now.
2: Holy shit. Uh,
5: I'm yeah.
3: joining this.
2: <laughs> Just sold. I feel like you meet someone on Bristler and to be honest, you're probably also getting someone with a good sense of humor.
5: Because Bristler's created with kind of a sense of humor built in. It means that when you meet someone on a date, the first conversation is sort of joking about how you met. And so Bristler kind of gives you by default an icebreaker. Which I just love, and that's some really nice feedback to that get. That's completely accidental.
2: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I've been on my share of online dates, and you're like, so we both use Tinder.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: We'd love to hear about your other company. Um, you create the platform for others to make other niche dating sites. Did I? Maybe you should say that in a better way than I just did. I
5: mean, that's that's like ninety percent of our pitch. So I'd say we can just leave I'm that I'm on there. the team.
1: I'm on the team.
5: <laughs> Bristol went viral. And so you could class it as a success. And it was successful enough that we were able to go on a startup accelerator. just uh, like a business boot camp with beer and ping pong, you know. Yes. Startup accelerators. We're familiar. And this one was backed by lots of investor type people. And after about three months of me sitting down in a serious meeting with them and them saying, what do you do? And we're saying, hi, we're the Tinder for beards. And then seeing their facial expression, (laughs) uh, we realized that that's not really the business that's going to grow and expand. But we also learned that There's this huge industry of of the dating industry out there, and no one's really providing apps or the platform that people can use to make their own dating app because it's, it's really hard to make an app. So most apps cost about 100 grand or more. And so if you wanted to build your own dating app, you can either do it yourself and learn how to code, which is hard, or you can spend 100 grand or a million bucks on this thing that will never earn you that much money back. And that's where we kind of figured like, oh, we can just use our technology. You can just white label it. You can, it's a basic structure, but we know how to do all the complicated intricacies. Mm -hmm. So if you wanted to make a dating app for people into into Sage, you can (laughs) do that with us and it suddenly becomes viable.
2: Wow, okay, so where are the niche apps that people are making with your technology?
5: I mean, we've got all sorts on there. We've got people who are trying to build recruitment apps Because if you imagine recruitment, it's kind of like dating, Um, but I guess less creepy, more creepy. I don't know. Um, (laughs) But we've got loads of people who are doing individual language apps. So we've got a Welsh language app, because Wales is tiny. No one has the resources to build an entire Welsh language dating app, but using like M14 Industries platform, suddenly it's viable.
2: So it's like, just for people who speak Welsh. Yes, yeah, which
5: I don't know how we're going to do the customer support. (laughs) (laughs) but we'll figure it out uh Uh, we've got people who like are really into like dog walking and really like dogs though a few people have unironically suggested that they want to build these apps and they've they've chosen names that i don't think they realize the double entendre to do with bones
2: (laughs) Um, oh great what's it called what's it called boner (laughs) <laughs> they must know. They must know, John. They How know. Could you not know. They know. I am signing up for boner. <laughs> I'm in. Pretty good. already direct. downloaded. Yeah. <laughs> Just did it. To your brain. Yep. <laughs> so there's boner, the best one ever. We're all downhill from here.
5: <laughs> well, it's not the best one ever. My favorite one. So we got chatting to this guy, and he is one of the only people licensed to selectively breed cows and bulls and when you do when you have like a pure breed bull and you have some pure breed cows you're going to pay hundreds of thousands for insemination the problem is how do you find the right match and so we are hopefully going to be building an incredibly profitable tinder for cows
2: yes i
3: love that
2: tinder for cows (laughs) What are we going to call that?
5: I know. Udder.
2: <laughs> that's good. Is that what it's going to be called?
5: I No, I think it's going to have a really boring name, but that's what we'll call it internally in oh, our company. That's beautiful.
2: What others have you seen?
5: Uh, we get a lot of uh, requests for swinging.
2: Uh, Oh, I actually really love that because I'm sick of going on dating apps and seeing all these couples looking for a third. And I'm like, that's Mm -hmm. fine that you're looking for a third, but I'm on here trying very hard (laughs) just to find one person to fuck. And you're on here (laughs) looking for a third. You're fucking greedy. You know what I'm saying? So I like them having their own place that they can Mm -hmm. find that third. I'm just
3: going to put out there that I thought we were talking about a playground and like being on a swing set for a second.
2: Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Um, that's definitely what we're talking about. Yes,
5: at. yep, yep. Looking for that third person because <laughs> yeah. you've got two people swinging. You need one person who's going to do the pushing. Exactly. And, yeah.
2: yeah.
3: And the other to Great. take photos. And the other. I don't to know.
2: <laughs> I don't <know>. Yeah. Right. <laughs> anyway, uh, you were also you also mentioned to us um, on the phone something we we did talk to him on the phone first, dear listeners. The telephone okay, about the pregnancy <laughs> app, which we thought was interesting. Oh, yeah. Could you tell us about that?
5: Yeah. So uh, we've got an app called Bump which is for new mums and mums-to-be.
2: After the boner, there's a bump.
5: <laughs> yes, it's go the on. what happens afterwards. So the idea being that a lot of women experience um, sort of a lot of depression and a lot of loneliness after having a kid because you're sat at home, you're slightly covered in baby sick, there's no one else around. You can't really be bothered to like sort your entire outfit out and then go hang out with people who aren't covered in baby sick. So <laughs> wouldn't it be nice? if you had a way to just connect with nearby mums. And you could imagine that happening through a sort of dating app style interface. And so uh, Rebecca, the woman who's building this with us, um, just kind of phoned us up and was like, can your technology do this? And we were like, that's amazing. Yes, absolutely. And so Bump has now uh, safely launched and is sort of out in the world. And we're connecting new mums and mums-to-be. And it's all, it's really positive and nice and wholesome
2: I think that's- so interesting because I think it speaks to a much larger trend we're seeing on the internet where the, where the internet is so vast that people are trying to find ways ways to basically segment it. And that's definitely what your technology is doing. So I don't know if there's anything you can speak about regarding that trend.
5: So it, what's interesting is what we're seeing is a repeat of a trend which happened around about 10 years ago. So if you go back before apps come along and everyone's got websites, I think the statistic is something like 44 percent of all of the revenue generated in the dating industry was in niche, tiny niche websites. And there was just hundreds of thousands of them. Um, and then everyone moves over to apps. And if you own like elderly New I do. You don't have the <laughs> hundred grand to build your own app. So we kind of see ourselves as trying to give the tools to these people who are building these very small, very well connected and niche communities and allow them to kind of flourish in the app space a lot of people ask us like oh how many people do i need in order for this to be successful and it really really depends if you have something where you can passionately connect with say only a thousand people in the entire country but you build a service for them those thousand people who need that connection will all come together and then that's enough people it is very much a case of build and they will come i find it just really positive to be honest i think it's it's a nice use of technology
2: I love it. Well, is there anything else you would like to tell us about in terms of apps and the internet and other trends that you're seeing?
5: In terms of the industry as a whole, I think we're going to see a lot more of these sites start up. Like, um, I think it was this week that Affinitas, um, who run all these, like, elite singles and, like, elite beautiful people dating, who turn over something like 75 million a year, uh, merged with Spark Networks, who run J-Day and J-Swipe. And even though you wouldn't necessarily think that they're particularly like the same thing, they because they're targeting niches, they've joined forces into this gigantic new company. And you're going to see a lot more of that, I think, a lot more consolidation of all these smaller groups sort of coming together. And with that, you're going to see a lot more of these smaller niche sites. And with M14 hopefully being successful, you're going to see a lot more of these sort of micro-Tinders, I think they get referred to, Um, which means that everyone will be able to find love and we'll all be happily taken in a few years' time, and that'll be the end of that. Everyone will be happy, and that's fine. Um,
2: That would be ridiculous if you, like, solved singlehood.
5: (laughs) And then put yourself out of business. Put yourself out of business. With user retention, it's this thing that you think, oh, if they're really successful, everyone will leave their service. If you had a service where one in four people stopped using it because they found the one so many people would flock to that so fast they would never run out of business.
2: Yeah, that would be a miracle app.
5: Most people leave dating apps just because they get bored and move on to the next dating app.
2: Right, that's true, definitely. You can
5: solve a lot of this stuff with engineering. Like, I mean, I'm from a technical background, so I'm just like, ah, you can solve any problem with a bit of code.
2: Love it. (laughs) I have so many problems I need you to solve.
5: Ah, fine, stick it in a spreadsheet, we're done. (laughs) Can
2: you make me money with code?
5: That's literally my job, so (laughs)
2: Okay, okay great this has been productive
5: (laughs) um i think it's just getting people used to just being more honest and knowing that the goal isn't to have as many dates as you possibly can the goal is to have as many good dates as you possibly can
2: (laughs) tell new york
3: that. tell
2: new york that but the
3: people on bristler in new york might feel that way
2: i mean jen is ready i'm ready ready. i'm signing up (laughs) i can't wait for (laughs) jen to be like we met on bristler i know john did you meet somebody on bristler
5: (laughs) yeah I, i stopped using it Fairly quickly, though, um, because I'd meet someone, got like, meet up, and then one person just jokingly said, I bet you've read all the messages i sent to other people. And I was just mortified because, obviously, I hadn't, because that's creepy and I've got better things to do, but I could,
1: and I just <laughs> don't like that.
2: That's yeah, hilarious. Your Wait, own power, yeah. So because you could, you were like, I got to get off the site?
5: There, there's just an unhealthy power dynamic that you just... <laughs> You just don't need that on a first date. First date's awkward enough.
2: Yeah, because God doesn't date mortals. And like, honestly, in this ecosystem, like you're the God of Bristler.
5: I mean, I'm not saying I'm God, but. I mean.
2: <laughs> but you see the analogy.
4: <laughs> yeah. uh, the Greek gods did it all the time.
2: That's true. That's true. They came down, they fucked mortals all the you time can, you can do it john
4: also huge lesson for our listeners anything you send over a messenger app is could be read and probably is being read by an engineer somewhere doing creepy yeah, shit didn't
2: you say we should all download signal
4: uh yeah you probably should
2: i haven't yet but okay so john are you on any other
3: niche dating apps or have you tried any uh, that you suggest
5: so yes my my phone is just kind of full of a bunch of them um Mostly like partly for work, partly for curiosity, just because I want to figure out what people are doing, how people are interacting and all that kind of stuff. You're
2: like and, us where you can do so much weird shit and be like, this is for work, I swear. I'm working oh, right now. That's our lives. Like
5: the other day, we actually had to go look at an elderly BDSM website for a client. And it's like you just you we can't put filters on our work laptops because we need to access all of this stuff for work.
2: What if you get so niche that you end up dating your doppelganger?
5: If you're into that,
2: like you just end up dating yourself.
5: So theoretically, with M fourteen, you could make a dating app which matches people with you. Whoa! That's how niche you can go.
2: Crazy.
3: All right, Hi. well, we learned a ton. I'm definitely getting on Bristler as soon as we hang up with you.
2: <laughs> it's nice speaking to you. Thanks, John. Oh, thank you very much. This is fun. And now a personal advertisement entitled,
0: Can I Flush Your Head in a Toilet While Blasting Hall & Oates? Man for Woman from the real intersite, craigslist.org.
3: I want to flush your head repeatedly in the toilet while making love to your behind. Hall and Oates will be playing at top volume. At some point, Highway to the Danger Zone will be played for sure. My house smells amazing. And my penis is not sick or deformed. Don't act like you haven't thought about this exact scenario before. What just happened?
2: <laughs> well, that guy needs to start an app with M14 for people who like to flush other people down the toilet while making love to their behind.
3: While listening to Highway to the Danger Zone. To the Danger Look, Zone. Look, guys, yeah.
4: I don't like to criticize the sponsors. We we love our sponsors. But I, yeah. I have a problem with that ad. Why? Highway to the Danger Zone is by Kenny Loggins. It's not a Hollow Notes song. Are
3: you sure about yes. that? Yes.
4: My God.
3: Highway to the Danger Zone. That in my I don't listen to Kenny Loggins or Hollow Notes, but I would guess Hollow Notes. No. Was Kenny Loggins in Hollow Notes? I don't believe so. Because it wasn't. There might
4: Hall be a connection. <laughs> there might be a connection, but it's not a Hollow Notes well, song. Why
2: didn't you fact check? I already this? did before yeah, I already did with my brain you, like, Yo, dude, just <laughs> sure you know, like if that's your preference that's cool but it's not accurate yeah yeah and
4: they didn't care they said this is our oh, messaging no. it's been approved by corporate and we're pushing forward with the message oh
3: <laughs> wait I have an idea yes what if this person is really screening people to find out if they know that oh. what you just said oh, and if you know test. it's a test and if you know it's Loggins, then you're worthy of being dated. But hey, name. you wanna
4: you wanna listen to some "Highway to the Danger Zone" by Hall & Oates? No, no, that's Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins.
2: And then you know, I don't know, guys. Yeah. Let's talk about that Bristler situation. Bristler, baby. Jen's downloading the app right now. I know, <laughs>
3: in my brain. Well, I wish I've, that were true. John made really good points. Icebreaker in terms of beards. That so you're right. both on this weird site. You can laugh about
1: it.
2: I love what he said about. Like if there was an app where one in four people were meeting their soulmate right. about how everyone would get off the app, but everyone else would be rushing to it.
1: And-
4: Debunking that myth about people abandoning apps after they match up. I love that. Until you run out of people on the earth.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Seven until billion,
4: you, and then you're until done. Until you right.
2: solve singledom, but like that's always going to be a market because there are always people aging and deciding they want to meet someone. So right. you would just get all the children as they grow up. That's true. That's true. They lived happily ever after with sage-scented oils. That's true. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> that like, was interesting. Beard
4: oil is a big thing. I don't yeah, use it. Yeah, you know, I was going to ask. Yeah, uh, But it's a big deal, I know. Yeah. What does uh, I, it do? It just makes things... It's con- it, I, Conditions. Conditioner for your beard, but you leave it in and it make, keeps things smooth and, and moist. Do
3: beards get drier than your head? Like, why wouldn't you just put that stuff yeah, in Yeah, I think
4: so. Mm-hmm. But I the thought of my face smelling like food even delightful mm-hmm. food like jelly beans is no that's but not happening for me. But wouldn't you get used
2: to it you know what I mean like if I okay so I have large hair mm-hmm. and I'm covered just covered in in mousse and hairspray <laughs> at all times.
3: Chocolate mousse.
2: And when I first nope I wish when I first <laughs> spray the shit out of my hair in the morning I'm like oh my god I'm gonna asphyxiate and die like this is how I go. But then after 10 minutes I can't smell it anymore but yeah. throughout the day people are like oh you smell nice and I'm like I don't know if they're just lying because i smell like aerosols I, like, I think whatever. it's
4: more about food where it's like when you put a product in your hair assuming you can tolerate it then it's just like oh my hair has product and it smells you know lavender or something that's fine and that's a beard oil that like where that makes your face feel like shaving cream like right. if you smell yeah, your shaving cream If your
2: beard smelled like bacon within five to ten minutes you would stop smelling it but everyone else would come up and lick your beard
4: as someone with a beard who also eats food
2: that's mm-hmm.
4: I'm so still glad to see one that. of the few. When, if, 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 Too many that's a niche men community.
2: Yeah. Aren't eating food. <laughs> yeah, guys. Get with it. Beards are big in the manorexia community. That's, you know. that's terrible. Yeah.
4: If I still smell the food I ate on my face yeah. after I've eaten it, I need to take a shower yeah.
2: or something. Uh, is this a problem that you have? Is this something that plagues men with beards where you smell your food later? Probably. Yeah, you know, that's
4: my point is that if that's a thing, and I don't know that people really like that that's not a thing that you want
3: i think john just seems delightful (laughs) because he's into jelly beans yeah like any guy who's into the smell of jelly beans yeah like he
2: was telling us like he had like lumberjack and what else did he say like maple syrup Mm -hmm. it was maple syrup and jelly beans and would he but he had the option of like man sense and he was like jelly beans
3: (laughs) anyway i'm getting on bristler As soon as possible. Guys, this is too
2: much talk, talk, talk. Jen, you got to fucking download this app and you got to report back and let us know how it went. All right,
3: I will. I will, but this is, okay, this is a big deal. I will report back how it goes. I'm going to go on one date and then I will update you. Okay. Yeah. All right, great. All right, y'all. So we would love for you, if you love us... Spread.
2: I, you know, even if you just like us, even if you just want to hurt us on the Bristler app, like whatever. <laughs>
3: yeah. If you want to connect with us on Boner, join Boner. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I'm not
2: kidding. First of all, I fucking love puppies. Wasn't it about dogs? I'm all about Boner.
3: Yeah. Um, but what, what I did want to say is share the love, spread the word, tell your friends about this podcast. Um, you can find us anywhere. You can find your favorite podcast. So Google Play, SoundCloud.
2: iTunes. All Spotify. All spots.
3: Um, so find us there. If you want to connect with us, you can find us on Twitter. On the Allie, you tell us where we can find you.
2: I'm at Allie Gold, A-L-L-I-G-O-L-D.
3: And I'm at JuneBugger, J-O-O-N-B-U-G-G-E-R. You can email us at 2G1podcast at gmail.com. That's right. You can guess what the G stands for.
2: Girth. It stands for girth.
3: (laughs) Two giraffes.
2: (laughs) Two gimmicks.
3: By the way, we're giraffes that talk.
2: Actually, you're kind of a giraffe that talks.
3: (laughs) I really take offense at that. I'm going to start a niche dating app for people who look like giraffes. (laughs) For tall people? For tall people. What's the name
4: of the app? Taller. Giraffe no e. dating. T A L L
2: R.
3: That's cute. I hey. like that. If you would like to call us, you can call us at 347-871-6548. That number
2: again, 347-871-6 lit.
3: Give us a call, leave us a voicemail. We might play it on the podcast. Uh so please do that. And tell us if you wanna be featured on here in any way or know a community or a person you think should be featured. And that's about it. I gotta go get on this app. Do you guys have anything else to add? Matt Don't Speak. Just kidding. (laughs) I'm good. You're good?
2: Yeah, I'm excited.
3: Matt's heavy breathing again. He's on that heavy breathing site, that dating app. I keep calling them sites. That's how old I am.
2: I know. Uh, I'm like, hey, John, tell us about your site, your website. I'm going to join an app. (laughs) i I'm going to make a dating app for people with large hair Mm. so I can find other chia pets like me. All right, guys, on that note. You heard it here. (laughs) Good night.
4: Brought to you by Chia Pets. (laughs) See you guys. The first
0: one podcast is worked into the ether. I mean, hosted by Allison Goldberg and Jennifer Jamula, and edited later by Matt Silverman because we are too scared to tell Ali to stop talking in the studio. Production assistance is provided by the Podglomerate.com, a website where you can find five or six other podcasts more interesting than this one. This show is produced by the Daily Dot, the number one source for in-depth reporting. Sisters to subscription mode for a new episode of 2G1P every week. Available at many fine podcasting
2: establishments. Great news! You can listen to new episodes of Two Girls, One Podcast one week early. What is this sorcery? Just download the free tune-in app and fire up Two Two Girls, Girls One One Podcast to get fresh episodes one week before your loser friends. (laughs) Your friends are so lame for being one week behind. I know, right? Wait. What's the catch? There's no catch. Tune in lets you listen to awesome podcasts. Like ours. One week before anywhere else, absolutely free. Whoa, dude. The next
3: episode of the show is probably already there. Yo, this is some freaky time traveling shit.
2: I'm going to listen to next week's show so I can find out what we're going to say. Technology is weird.
4: The Podglammer
1: a sonic universe.